welcome to the Bloom Your Mind podcast, where we take all of your ideas for what you want and we turn them into real things. I'm your host, Certified Coach Marie McDonald. Let's get into it. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to episode number 27 of the Bloom Your Mind podcast. I am so glad to be here with you today. I just had the most beautiful weekend with my family in the sunshine and with so many people that I love. And we've got only two more weeks of school for my kids. So we are looking forward to this summer. And as a family, we are figuring out what we want. We're all putting our heads together and creating our summer bucket list, which I highly recommend that you all do. You can do it for any season. We love doing it for every season. And in the summer, because there are four of us, whether there's one of you or multiple people that you spend a lot of time with, you can come up with your bucket list. What do you want to experience? What do you want? What do you want to do? Who do you want to see? What's most important to you? And then put it somewhere where you'll check it out all summer. What's going to be on that list? And it's really fun if if you have children around you that you spend time with to help them think of what they want, put some things on the bucket list, help them create the vision for how you're going to spend your time together. So last time on the podcast in episode number 26, we took a deep dive into why we care so much about what other people think of us and how the old wiring in our brain has us terrified a lot of the time of other people's judgment, how we come across to other people. And today, We are going to build off of that sort of idea that we knocked down last time. We burned down this idea that it matters what other people think of us. And now we're going to grow something new in in its place. This time, we're going to talk about how to find out what you think of you. Because you know what's true? That's all that matters anyways. We teach people how to think about us based on what we think of ourselves. We teach people how to interact with us. Just think about it. Think about how true this is. We do it through the words that we say. I used to have people tell me, oh, I know you're really busy. I just know you're busy. I know you're busy. And I was like, where is this coming from? I realized I was showing people that. I was teaching people that I was too busy. I did not have time in a myriad of ways. And now I'm very careful. I never say I'm busy. I always say, oh, this week is kind of full. But I also took a lot of things out of my life because I didn't want that to be the reality for all these people that I love. So we do it through the words that we say. We do it through our body language. Just think about that. Do you ever apologize for yourself and how you carry your body when you walk into a room, when you're walking past someone, coming through a doorway? Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Or just when you're in a group. Do you kind of look down or do you just notice other people doing that? Or we can teach them through our body language that we respect ourselves and we are a person to be respected through making eye contact and having our shoulders back, right? We do it through the decisions we make and the life we lead, whether we're always putting ourselves aside and doing things for other people. We're teaching other people we're willing to put ourselves aside. They follow our lead. So all we really need to focus on is what we think about ourselves, because that is the middle, like a rock being thrown into a pond. 
That's what all the ripples come out from. That's the center point. Everyone else in our life and the things around us in our lives ripple out from what we think about ourselves, how we treat ourselves. And that all starts with finding our authentic voice. Before I teach you some ways to find that voice, to do this reflection, which I would argue is one of the most important things that you can do in your life, I'm going to tell you a little bit about examples of things that people found. Um, And these are people that I've coached and that I've worked with or that are very close to me. Most of these are people that I've coached, but that they found when they connected to their authentic voice. These are some examples. They came to coaching to figure out how to scale their business to the big leagues, and they found out that what they really wanted was to break their business up into something entirely different and way more in line with the lives they wanted to create. They Somebody came to me to learn how to work harder and faster and do more and found out that what they really wanted was a year off <laughs> and to like slow way down. That's what they did. Someone came to me thinking that the people around them were just not listening to them, not respecting what they were saying no to. And then they realized through really doing this introspection that they, they weren't valuing what they wanted to say no to. They were whispering their no, and they learned how to say no with strength and clarity and love. One came with a desire to find out how to lose weight, and she lost weight, but she found out instead that she wanted to love the body that she, she was in and to build an influencer program that encouraged others to love the body that they're in, that that's way more important to her than any number on a scale. People have found out that they want to go live abroad in Ireland, go live on a boat, switch careers, start Kickstarter campaigns to fund projects that would take the challenges and pain and trauma that they live through and turn it into programs that and companies and projects that would heal the world, that would heal that challenge for other people that are experiencing it. So sometimes what finding your authentic voice means is finding some of those things where your heart's deep longing for what it wants to experience or see or happen in the world meets what the world needs most. Where your heart's deep longing meets the world's deep need. I will put that quote and a link to the gentleman who writes about this in the show notes. So I'm going to tell you some ways that you can do this in a little bit. But let's talk a little bit more about what happens when you do. So other times when you find your authentic voice, it shows you what you don't want to be doing anymore that you've been doing for a long time. You find out that you've been pasting your past onto your future, thinking, well, what's possible for me is what I have seen and experienced so far. That's what's possible. But truly, there are infinite number of possibilities in the world, and we don't recognize them because we haven't opened our minds to them. And that is what happens when we're not in touch with our authentic voice. We repeat the past. So when we find that authentic voice inside us and we get curious about what we most value, what we want to experience and create and who we want to be and who we want to be with, when we find out what are those puzzle pieces that are missing from the life that I'm living so far, what missing pieces would lead me to feel more like I'm holding nothing back. I'm going all in in this life. I'm not doing what's expected of me or what I'm supposed to, but I'm living my life my way in line with my values, with my wants and my dreams and using my voice. When you feel like that, 
that real deal voice, you don't dim it down anymore. You don't turn the volume down on it for anybody. We start to notice our yearning, our desire, and we start seeing the things that we're overdoing in our lives that aren't actually what we want. They're what other people want. One client, when when she found her authentic voice, she started being able to sleep again because the anxiety of all of the things she was telling herself she wasn't doing that she should be doing, that anxiety just evaporated as she really came to terms with what she wanted, who she wants to be. It gave her this internal peace and confidence. Another client had her blood pressure go way down for the same reasons. Another stopped fighting with her husband entirely, like from everyday arguments to nothing, because she realized that her authentic desire was having a loving, peaceful relationship and that that was more important to her than anything they ever fought about. So she just decided to learn a bunch of new tools and she made it her mission to use them in her relationship, no matter what. Another story about what finding your authentic voice can look like. (laughs) I had the most extraordinary, wonderful neighbor. And one evening in the San Diego evening, the sun is going down. The sky is all like tangerine orange with little shots of raspberry in it against the like fading turquoise blue. I see it outside the window. And someone knocked on my door. And it took me a minute to open the door. And when I opened the door, I like see that big sunset in the sky. And I'm looking for a face there up high, right? I don't see anybody. So I kind of look around as you do. And I look down. And there, sitting on my front doorstep, is this beautiful wooden platter of chili rellenos <laughs> with a little flower sprig and a little vase and enough food for my children and my husband and I. This is a woman that lived next door to me who's now one of my very best friends. She would be cooking food for her, her and her family and she would just come and leave food for me and my family on my doorstep. It was just her language of love, her joy to serve people the food that she loved cooking so much. It was her authentic voice. She did it all the time. Brought her so much joy. There was another time where I got COVID last year and I had posted that I got COVID. And then I came home, my car from doing an errand or something. And uh, I drove into the driveway and I saw sitting on my fence this beautiful glass jar with twine around the top, sitting on top of a small piece of paper and a sprig of rosemary jutting out the side. And I opened the paper and this woman who I don't know very well, she had seen that post and she had left this amazing concoction that she makes for people that are sick, that has Manuka honey and a whole bunch of other amazing things in it. And I texted her and she said, yeah, this is just my calling. This is my voice in the world. I make this for people who are in need of it. I've perfected my recipe over time. I don't give it out to anybody, but I bring it to people when they're sick. Enjoy it. And now she's talking about coming into the bloom room this fall, into my group program to make that love of this healing potion into a business that can serve the world. When I found my authentic voice, it meant leaving my career as a vice president in a company that I loved, but leaving this 15-year career and going out on my own where I could just 
create content that I thought would serve to help people get out of pain and into lives that reflected their values and what they love. And here we are on this podcast now. (laughs) Here I am coaching these amazing, beautiful people to put their ideas into the world every day. It also meant that I found out that I'm okay with all of the little ways that I've been told over the years that I'm a little bit much, a little bit too much. We all have ways that we're th- we think that we're too much of one thing or another. Like when I'm roasted, when people give toasts and roasts, I'm always roasted for being an awkwardly long hugger <laughs> or having too much eye contact or sinking in too deep with people or caring too much. Now I don't think about it anymore. I mean, I love being roasted anyways, but you know, I used to kind of take those things and be like, oh, I should be less of this. I should be less of the things that people tease me about, that I'm too hopeful, I'm positive, I'm future-oriented, I'm not risk-averse, I try things out, I, I create things all the time, I want to use my life to try to offer peace and power to the world and the people around me and to lift them up, and I believe that that is possible. And I always get teased for how much I believe that things are possible. I've gotten feedback that I forgive too fast that I see the good in things and in people too much. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've seen it. I have interactions sometimes where people give me these googly suspicious eyes because they're like, why are you being nice to me? Why are you this warm and connected? I don't really understand or trust this. I tend to love people. I tend to believe in them and the things that they want. I forgive people fast and I let them start over. And for a long time, I dimmed all of that down. And now I just don't. Instead, I say, hey, if you, if you don't want this, go find somebody else to hang out with that's going to judge you some more. <laughs> just do not apologize anymore. That's what it looked like for me. And sometimes finding your authentic voice comes in the form of finding your own style in the way you want to decorate your house or your body, the clothing, the textures, the colors that you like around you, that you, that you wear, the way that you like to look that feels just like you. And sometimes finding your authentic voice might have contradictions, but it doesn't need to make sense to anybody but you. As you find more and more what is true for you and can separate that out from all the voices in your head that have been there your entire life telling you what's true for you, here's what it does. It allows you to make decisions clearly and easily when you make decisions. I have a framework that I use for making decisions, which I will not go into here. But part of that process is looking at my values and saying, okay, well, which decision is more in line with my values? Makes things real easy and simple to do. It gives me confidence. I'm not afraid of what other people think. When you find that authentic voice, it gives you more and more confidence and less and less anxiety about what anybody else thinks. It allows you less conflict in your relationships because you're not trying to get other people to like you. You're trying to be in line with your values, your purpose, who you are, what you want, what you want to be and experience. And when you know your purpose and your values and you know how to differentiate between the voices that come from other people, what society and your parents and the systems that have taught you how to play the roles you play value, and what you actually value. When you start being able to distinguish between those influences, it 
and your real, true, authentic joy and values, your life becomes more and more comfortable to be in for you. It becomes more and more of a fit for you. It becomes more relaxing and empowering and motivating because it's yours. It's truly a reflection of you and not the rest of the world. When you're living in line with your values, your authentic values, your life becomes more valuable to you. It starts feeling like walking into a room full of people that love you. (laughs) You have that sureness and confidence so much more often and you lose that imposter syndrome. So let's talk about how to figure out what you value and what your authentic voice has to say. First of all, every day you can list out what are the things I most want and need today? Make a little list and then make that little list more important than anything else you need to do. Maybe it's getting some movement. Maybe it's meditation. Maybe it's play. Maybe it's time with your friends. You choose. Maybe it's productivity, but you choose. Journal. Journal about some of this. You spend time with a lot of people. Which of them do you actually like spending time with? Which do you feel comfortable with? Do you feel like you with? How do you spend your time? What do you do for fun? And do you really like it? (laughs) Are you doing what you want? Are you doing what everybody else wants to do? How do you spend your money? Do you want to spend your money on those things? Is there anything that you're spending money on that actually gives you that kind of sick feeling in your stomach? How do you feel about your relationships, your closest relationships and how you're showing up to them and what you're putting up with? What comes up for you? How do you feel about your career, your job, your work, how you spend your time? Does it feel good? What are your opinions? Politically, in your community, socially. Do you say them out loud? Do you actually care about them? Do you spend time talking about things that you don't actually care about? What what do you spend time talking about? (laughs) Is that what you want to spend time talking about? (laughs) Journal on this stuff. The next one I highly recommend, and I have created a PDF for you that you can download um, on my Instagram, the.bloom.coach, and go to the link Um, in my bio, and you can download this PDF that goes with this episode. My website is under construction right now. It should be up by the end of summer. We're doing a bunch of branding, fun stuff. So later on, you'll be able to find it there. But for now, find it on Instagram. And um, in that, you will see a list of values. Print that out. Sit with it. Which ones are your top five values? What do you value? What are the top five values that you want to live your life in line with? Decide on those top five. Also in that PDF, you'll find a line where you can write what your purpose is in life. That's a big question. So go back and listen to episode number three, Turn Up Your Desire. To find that exercise, writing out that purpose in life, as well as your top three to five values. And that becomes your guiding star. That's the headline to your authentic voice. But then under that, you can do a couple of other things that are on the PDF. Number one, write out 25 things that you want most in your life. This is also on Turn Up Your Desire and in this PDF. Write two things that you want that you already have and one thing that you want that you don't have yet. And then 
write out 12 things that you love about yourself the most. This may seem simple, my friends, but this exercise has brought my clients so much clarity and joy to write out the 12 things that they love about themselves the most. So those are your journal prompts, what you want, what your values are, what you love about yourself, and just that general journaling on how am I spending all my time and energy and resources and is is it what I want? Is it what I like? And then lastly, think about what would you want to change about the world if you could change anything? about your own world, the world you share with others, or the big wide world? And what would it take for you to be that change? What small step could you take in your day, in your life, to being a little piece of that change? So either do one or two of those or all of those reflection prompts that I just gave to you. And then as you look at all that journaling, all that writing that you did, as you see what's in your mind and in your heart and in your spirit, that is where you'll find the ideas that you most want to make real. Right there, inside your mind, your body, your spirit, just waiting for you to light them up. That's what I've got for you today, my friends. Have so much fun finding your voice this week. And I will see you next week. Thanks for hanging out with me, friends. If you like today's episode and you want more of them, please take two minutes right now to subscribe and give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Then send this episode to a friend. See you next time.